0: love this podcast support this show through the Acast supporter feature it's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment just hit the link in the show description to support now attention soldiers sailors airmen marines and coasties the holiday season is right around the corner and some of you might be wondering How am I going to afford to travel back home to visit my loved ones? Have no fear. Holidays for the Heroes is here. Last year, Holidays for the Heroes received donations from patriotic donors, and we were able to send 65 armed service members with a fully paid round-trip ticket and got them home for the holidays. Wait, but what's the catch, you might ask? Buckle your parachute strap. There is no catch and no hidden fees. Just contributions from good old-fashioned Americans who want to help heroes like you and show their appreciation for your service. If you're an active soldier and want to register, or an individual who wants to be a part of that growing group of patriotic donors, please go to www.holidaysfortheheroes.org. That's h-e-ro-es.org. To you from underneath a peach blossom It's time for an episode of Be Awesome Find positivity throughout your life and work Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk
1: Hello, be awesome, listeners. This is Joshua Peach, and this is episode eighty-eight. And we have a return guest with us today. It's been actually about fifteen months. Just did the math. August thirteenth, episode thirty-four. Uh, Marissa Boydie is joining us. Marissa, welcome back to the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me again.
1: Well, always excited to have you on. Um, for those of you that didn't haven't listened to episode thirty-four, you're a new listener. Uh, Marissa has uh, two kids, uh, Dante and Natalia. And Natalia was born with SMA. And uh, I'll let you kind of talk about what that is and how rare it is and, and some of the, the uh, specifics to that to get us started so people know what we're talking about. Okay.
2: Um, so SMA um, is, you know, short for spinal muscular atrophy. Um, there's all different types um, of severity of the disease, and Natalia was born with the most severe type. Um, so she, we probably determined at maybe about, I think it was like six or seven weeks old that she was, had fallen ill. Um, basically, what happens with the disease is the motor neurons die over time, and motor neurons are what you know trigger a muscle. Um, so she started to have very weak muscles. And the first thing that was affected was her ability to breathe. Um, it was then that they realized she was what they called floppy. Um, and they tested her for this rare, you know, genetic disorder, um, that I had never heard of. Nobody in my family has, you would think somebody would if, you know, um, if it was genetic, but, um, you know, basically it's one of those things where, you know, both parents have to be a carrier and if they're both carriers, you know, there's a 50, you know, 50 chance that, you know, the child would have the disease. Um, you know, luckily, you know, Dante does not, but Natalia does. Um, when she was first diagnosed, we were told that historically somebody in her condition, um, probably would not live past five months. Um, she was very sick and spent about four months in an ICU. Um, and they said, you know, if she were to get out of the hospital, then she probably wouldn't live past two years old. Um, that was the typical diagnosis, prognosis, I guess, for a kid with SMA type one. Um, and that, like I said, is the most severe form and is usually noticed um, when they're, they're babies. And um, luckily for Natalia, she was born in February and in, you know, the previous December, a brand new drug was actually released for FDA approval. That was, you know, the purpose of it was to stop the progression of the disease. It's not a cure, but it was supposed to stop any further loss of neurons, therefore stopping any further atrophy. Um, so she was able to receive that drug at about eight weeks old um, and, you know, has, has progressed with that drug. Um, you know, she still has, um, you know, a weak, um, a lot of weak muscle. She, you know, can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. Um, she uses a machine to breathe, um, overnight when sleeping. She has all sorts of respiratory equipment when she, um, you know, when we get a cold, it's not that big of a deal when she gets a cold, she can actually uh, her lungs can plug shut and then she stops breathing
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so there's a you know a lot of uh, treatments that we have to do around that um and that's typical for a person with spinal muscular atrophy uh, especially type 1
1: so before that medicine came out in december the the mortality rate was even worse as far as the the average um life expectancy with a child with sma right you,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately even with the drug out now, we're still seeing a lot of kids um unfortunately passing away um mm-hmm. for reasons of either, you know, I mean, obviously it's a disease that, you know, doesn't discriminate against, you know, you know, gender or um, you know, where you live in the in the world and you know, there's some countries out there that have not approved that drug and it it's been out for over 3 years, you know. Um so you know, there's some kids that still aren't even able to get any type of treatment for the disease, and and basically they're told to bring their kids home and just love them and, until they pass away.
1: Well, I don't even know. I don't even, wouldn't even know where where to go with that conversation if someone told yeah. me that. Um, yeah. And you said that the doctors had given Natalia the the you gave you the likelihood that Natalia was would possibly make make it to her second birthday. How old is she now?
2: She is. Um, three she's going to be four in february so she definitely has exceeded expectations um you know the drug was so new when she received it that you know nobody wanted to promise anything you know other than they were giving her a chance at life and and that's you know but that you know they couldn't tell me what that meant other than like hopefully she'll at least get out of this hospital and you can take her home and we can go from there you know And, and that's exactly what they did and you know she um she came home and things were really, really rough. Um, but you know, we, we have home nursing that helps. We've, you know, been trained by hospital staff and everybody on what to do. And she has gotten better, um, over the years. Um, you know, I think that, you know, they've trialed out our different types of medication just to, to manage her from a respiratory standpoint. So, um, she's, she's doing really good. I mean, I couldn't, Remembering everything from when she was born and what I've witnessed over the years, in my mind, she she she's she looks good, you know.
1: <laughs> she's a, well. Um, she's a fighter for sure. That's uh, yeah. uh and she's. I mean, she had. Uh, when she had double, was it double hip surgery? She just, one. Two, just one, just yeah. one. But she had yeah. a big. She had a long. She had a, was it? Did she have a cast on both legs or just one?
2: Both. So they. Yeah. She was in what they call a spica cast. It's a full body, so it goes from like you know, your middle of your chest all the way down to your ankles wow. um, in like a very odd position too. It was, it was kind of a nightmare. I mean, that's just another thing with kids with SMA is actually their, their belly breathers. So they're, you know, there's certain things like, you know, you always are supposed to try to lay them flat when they're sick, you know, try not to sit them up that much because if you don't give their belly the ability to get like full, you know, use of it while breathing it makes it harder for them to breathe so in her cast you know they had to cut like a big hole and then she also has a feeding tube um, in her stomach but then also her lung collapsed um, after the surgery so we spent some time in the ICU but they had to cut the cast so that they could actually get to her chest to you know perform um, chest therapy to kind of break up everything that was in her lungs Um, So it was quite the experience, and even the hospital, they said uh, it was the first SMA type one kid they ever performed that surgery on, Mm -hmm. Um, because typically, like I said, you know, the, the kids, you know, with her type, either one, you know, they would pass away pretty quickly or two they never had the ability to ever sit up. So she's sitting up, she's actually weight bearing, whereas those kids previously never did. So they felt it was worth taking the chance and doing the surgery. And it was it was definitely well worth it. And everybody did a good job preparing for it and, you know, taking care of her. You know, we had a slight hiccup, but you know, we we spent maybe a week more in the ICU than we wanted. But everybody came home. Surgery was a success and now we're good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and this COVID stuff is is tough too. With you guys, I mean, you spend a lot of time at the, in the hospital and the doctors' offices. That's going to be stressful in itself. Um, and you, no, no, tele, it's telehealth is probably tough for a lot of that stuff because that that was right. I'm trying to put the timing on the on
2: the. Um, it was right when COVID know. started. She had yeah. the surgery. Um Yeah. So for her, for the orthopedic follow ups, we had to go in. But I will say, you know, Mass General was very well put together very clean like they you know they were all I mean I couldn't even bring her home nurse in the building mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it was very it felt very safe they did a great job um, her other doctors have been great they've been doing telehealth um, mm-hmm. unless like she like is very sick or needs blood work or something they've been doing telehealth just to try to um, you know eliminate any you know exposure possibly to
1: COVID or anything. Yeah. Um, one question I just, I I, 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 th- I think I missed it. Um, I thought I asked it, but I didn't. Looking at my, what I just wrote down, when you talked about the drugs that uh, they came up with the December before um, Natalia was born and just me- medicine in general, um, SMA medicine, one of the me- SMA medicines is the world's most expensive medicine, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so the one she um, started off with, um, I believe it was the first year of medication, $750,000. Every year thereafter is $375,000. Now, the second drug that came out, um, it was, came at a cost of $2.1 million. It's a one, one-time drug. So the way they looked at it was, well, this other drug you got to take for life. Right. And you're talking $375,000 a year for life, right? So this other drug, not only was it the most expensive drug ever made, but it's it's a pretty crazy, exciting drug. It's actually a gene therapy. So what they do is they inject you with a virus um, that carries the missing gene um, mm-hmm. into your, your body. Um so they're finding kids that are getting this medication like at birth before they have any any um, digression or they call it like innervation of the nerves or whatever. Um, if they get that before that happens, these kids are showing no signs of the disease. Um, you know, I mean, there's, when I say no signs, I guess meaning physically, right? So like mm-hmm. some of them are still having some of the weird things like, um, you know, with SMA, it's not not just a muscle Disease. I mean, that's what you can physically see, but Natalia's had issues with being able to digest, um, break down certain foods, um, you know, kidney, liver, everything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these kids, a lot of these SMA kids, unfortunately, over the last couple of years have been dying randomly of, of heart failure. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's just things like that you can't, it's hard for them to foresee. So, like, Natalia's had some weird stuff happen with, um, some blood work and things with our heart, but when they physically look at the heart, the heart looks normal and they just, they don't know why, Mm -hmm. you know, there's still a lot of research being done there, but this drug um, has helped like a lot of kids physically, like start to walk and things. Um, You know, the drug is only approved for kids two years and under. Um, Natalia um, was able to participate in a, um, what do you call it? A compassionate use program for it. Um, uh, but she was over the age and, you know, um, it, the way that she received it, um, I guess is different that, you know, it's part, it was part of a research program pretty much. So, um, but we've seen, you know, great effects from the drug.
1: Yeah. That then, and and, I, and following you on social media and following Natalia, watching her swim over the summer and all that stuff. That uh, that, she's, that you're sharing with her and the, in the uh, walking, not walking around, but pushing pushing herself around in some of the, the uh, equipment that you've gotten, uh, it's just amazing to see because you know I met her once in person that uh, a year ago and she was she was not mobile, she wasn't very mobile, she was moving, you know going around in her wheelchair, but uh, she's she's looks fantastic and doing more, so that's that that's showing that something's working.
2: Right, right. She um, actually started, I think when you met her too, she wasn't talking yet. So she actually started she, to
1: talk. She blew kisses. That was, yeah, yeah <laughs> she, she had me at that. I walk in, she starts blowing me kisses. I mean, it's sold. So, uh, no, <laughs> she, she's, she's just amazing. As a matter of fact, I talk about the painting behind me for those watching it, the painting next to my, my flag. Uh, that's actually a, a, a Natalia original. So, uh, uh, this, this little girl wasn't 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 going to be painting uh, and that that's one of the most amazing things that, that, uh, that I have and uh, cherished uh, right by my door in my office I have it every day to look at um, and and to just to get back I want to get into what I want to get into is is what you're what you've done and what you're doing um, but I wanted to have the backstory of what you've been through and what you've gone through just as your family because you and I have known each other forever um, but hadn't had much contact or interaction, and, and I didn't even, I didn't, A, didn't know what SMA was prior to last year, and B, I didn't know Natalia had SMA uh, because of my travel and seeing you infrequently and, and everything. And and uh, one day in, I guess, July or August of, of uh, 2019, I went into Buddy's Union Villa to pick up some pizzas, and uh, there was a written thank you card from you uh, sharing all the money that was raised at an event that they had supported, uh, which piqued my interest of, you know, What was going on? And then I came home and I went on Facebook and you were promoting the second or third event um, that you were doing. And this wasn't fundraising for you and your family with all of these bills and everything else that you have. You were raising money for SMA as a whole, right? Right. Um,
2: Yeah. There's an organization called Cure SMA which I have fundraised for over the last, like, you know, four years. Obviously this year has been a little different. We did like a, a smaller online fundraiser, but, um, you know, the years before that we did huge fundraisers over at the Knights of Columbus, the, Everybody in Easton has just been so amazing. They have been so supportive. And I mean, outside of Easton too, but the community, you know, like you said, like buddies and and places like that, you know, donating to help us out. Um, We raised about $175,000 for Cure SMA to date. Um, Cure SMA is an organization, obviously that funds research. They funded some of the the newer drugs for SMA. They also provide families with... um, loaner equipment. So like, for example, the wheelchair that Natalia has is actually loaned to us from SMA because, you know, there's a lot of things insurance doesn't pay for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they also, you know, through this COVID thing, they sent the families boxes of PPE, like making sure that everybody had what they needed. You know, we, they probably have like I don't know, webinars every two to three weeks to to give the families update on medical, you know, care that, you know, things that are up and coming or even like um, with, with the COVID crisis, you know, they were working with um, the governors, the states, making sure that our kids don't get left behind, you know? Um, so, you know, it, it's a great organization and I've always raised money for them just because they've always been so helpful from the time she was, you know, born, Um you know, to your point, yeah, you know, the, I know a lot of families that, you know, have also done fundraisers for themselves. I I think in my mind, I always just said, you know, no money is going to make me happy. No money is going to change my situation. Um, the most important thing for me is my daughter's life, right? So, so whether she becomes cured or she just lives, like I, I just... Mm you know, I don't care. And and it's, I don't care if my daughter spends the rest of her life in a wheelchair. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't want her to, but that's, you know, that's not what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for my daughter to breathe without being tied to a machine, you know, Um, for, you know, me not to have to worry 24 hours a day. Is there something I don't know is wrong with her? That's wrong with her. Like I said, these other kids that are just passing away randomly of, you know heart failure and you know like there's constantly always something in your head like you know a little even like a you know uh, a sneeze you're like oh my god you know what I mean like it's just it's very overwhelming and all all I really want is is my daughter to be well you know um of course I would want her to be cured and and not have to um you know do all of this I mean little things that you wouldn't even think of as a parent like you know when my daughter cries in the middle of the night like I can't bring her in my bed and comfort her because I can't bring a ventilator into my room hook up a feeding pump and you know a pulse ox and like hey guess what the hospital room is in her bedroom you know and that it's kind of hard to sleep with her with all that stuff hooked up and you know so you know just the little things but yeah, and I have been doing that over the years. And I was doing like small fundraisers for, um, you know, toys, um, money, et cetera, for the um, ICU over at MGH, the PICU, to kind of donate things for the sick kids there. Um, I also had been doing smaller fundraisers for her um, neurologist um, to fund, you know, the research that she was doing. Um and as of re- uh, recent, so right now, my focus is actually on helping raise money for her neurologist's SMA research program, because unfortunately this year, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm making an assumption, that maybe because of COVID or whatnot, but the National Institute of Health um, didn't come through with the funding she gets every year. Um, and so they have like a $250,000 deficit for funding, which means that they would have to shut down their lab Um, and, you know, all of these things we talked about, the, the, you know, drug that she got, you know, for compassionate use, the, you know, there's another drug that Natalia actually just started, but now is FDA approved. But when she originally started it, um, again, it was through a research program, like all of these things that, you know, have made her better were done through research. Um, so it's very important to me to help her raise that money so that program can stay. Um, So that's, that's where we wanted the money for the t-shirts to go to this year. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what my push is and my focus is right now.
1: Well, let's talk about the t-shirts and uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to, I'm going to bring a friend in here if that's okay. Yeah. See if he's popping in here. Let's see. I did my technology stuff right. You know, I'm not a technologist by trade. Um, (laughs) You should be coming. Let's, Let's see. It's taking a second, uh, says joining. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Just bear with me one second while I, maybe I do some, some hold music or some weight music just says joining Well, I've admitted him. So when he comes, we'll just, he'll just pop in. Yeah, right. Um, let's see here. Um, so, so while we're waiting, let's, let's talk about the shirts last year we did the shirts. Um, uh, what I, you know, you were kind of the, the, I don't even know where the thought came from. I think we were just doing the podcast and I just threw out, uh, I'll give a hundred percent of a hundred for a Natalia strong shirt, uh, special edition. And, um, and we sold, I think we sold 76 of those shirts and then we had 24, I put 24 of the regular shirts and we, we donated a hundred shirts worth last year. And, uh, I said, I wanted to do it. Uh, again for, for this year and of course um, I wanted to do it SMA month is August, right? Or is it September? Yeah, yeah, August. Yeah. So we, we you and I talked in August and we were going to do it in August and August came and went and September came and went and then October um, and then a couple of weeks ago I said, alright, we're going to do a purple shirt we're going to put it out for a brief pre-order um, um, We're going we're going to give it a couple of weeks to sell them and see what happens and hope for the best. And that's what we did. And, uh, the, we have until tomorrow. So today is Sunday, the 6th of December, or 30 minutes from football kickoffs and, uh, I got until tomorrow the 7th to sell, uh, roughly 85 shirts. So, uh, we are way behind and, um, that's been uh, weighing on me heavily for a number of reasons. One is, uh we just had rain and snow up here so people probably aren't thinking about t-shirts too much mm-hmm. the holidays and then um you know it's hard for a lot of people uh right. to, for anything i mean lots yeah. of it's been a tough year for just about everybody uh you know i i lost my job due to covid last month uh of almost 17 years and uh very fortunate to be to be employed again uh reemployed i guess we could say um so that's uh you know exciting but there's a lot of people that are out of work that, that aren't back to work. Uh, so kind of like a perfect storm of, of uh, why the shirts didn't sell all that well. And uh, so I texted you uh, yesterday just to see if you wanted to do this podcast, to try to do one last push. And we were kind of going back and forth. And, and uh, I kind of thought about, you know, what <laughs> I got done. I got, got off the, the text with you and I was like, well, what would Santa do? And, you know, for those of you that don't know uh, the story, uh, episode three of the podcast, my third episode, way back in July of 2018, I flew up to uh, North Pole, Alaska, and uh, met the only person legally named Santa Claus in North Pole, Alaska, who's also uh, a city council member and does a whole bunch of different things. But his life, as it should be named Santa Claus, is to advocate uh for, for homeless foster and, and children in dire straits around the world. And um so I thought about what would Santa do. So um I kind of scrambled with some ideas and called Santa and he's trying to connect from the North Pole right now. Um uh let me just tell him right now here uh I guess I guess internet and the North Pole right now is probably all tied up with everybody trying to get a hold of him. Um so, um, so I, I, uh, I reached out to Sam and I talked to him yesterday and kind of thought about things and what could we do. And I think I came up with a pretty good idea. Um, the idea is this, um, I reached out to, uh, a be awesome podcast guest, previous podcast guest who uh, has bought a lot of shirts and ran this idea by them and, uh, thought it was a, thought it was a good one. So what we're going to do Is this person who wants to remain anonymous said whatever shirts aren't sold of the 100 they're going to buy they're they're gonna pay for whatever the remainder is so if there's 80 shirts tomorrow that 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 were short they're gonna buy those 80 shirts which means hundred percent of those 80 shirts is going to go to help support the research so regardless of what happens by tomorrow the twenty five hundred dollar goal to donate to research um, for SMA for your for uh, Mass General that that's going to happen. What's what the next thing we're going to do is whatever that number of shirts is. Now I'm, I'm encouraging people to buy the shirts by the way, but whatever the number of shirts is, if it's 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever the number of shirts that are left, uh, that are outstanding for the hundred, we're going to have those printed anyway, with the, with the SMA purple, with the hashtag Natalia strong in the back. And we're going to give them to, um, I know I'm going to say the doctor's name wrong. Dr. Swoboda. Yeah we're going to give them to Dr. Sabota for her to give to the essential workers at MGH at her discretion uh to, for them to have Natalia strong shirts so oh
2: i love that thank you
1: so that's that's what we're going to do so we're going to come we're going to come around and then i got one other thing um, that we're going to do to try to help you guys in your uh, in your mission and so um i've been i've been a mess with this because i don't like i don't like not succeeding in things and and like i said there was I, I didn't I didn't think this one through with timing. Uh definitely had some some challenges personally with with uh getting things together for a little bit. And um but I wanted to make sure that this was as, as effective and as good as possible. So in all of this, uh the guy that I talk to every day and twice on Sundays, Chris Mills, the guy that made the flag in the back, one of the most generous uh, friends that I have, uh, he put together a flag that is lights out, amazing. Uh, let's see, I can probably put on my background and then I can show you in real life what it looks like. Um, he made one of the most amazing flags ever done. Uh, of course here it is. It is. Yeah. So it's a, it's one of his custom wavy flags. Um, and it is absolutely, uh, the pictures don't do it justice. It is, uh, heavy. I don't know if I can put this thing up for you guys to see it, but it is. Wow. Yeah, it's huge and heavy. Uh, it is beautiful, 100% handmade, and it looks like it's waving in the wind. So, um, what we're gonna do, we're gonna admit Santa Claus first, hopefully he gets on, um, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna put an eBay auction up, we're gonna do it for five days, there he is, the man, the myth, the legend. We had to go on without you, Santa. Hi, everybody. Hi, Josh. How are you? <laughs> Welcome, yeah, my yeah. friend. I, I, I just, I had to give, I had to give the update because we are having connection issues, but I just let Marissa know that we're going to be uh, fulfilling the 100 shirts regardless if they get bought or not, and that we're going to give whatever uh, don't get sold in the next 24 hours to essential workers at Mass General Hospital. Uh, thanks for my thinking of what would Santa do. <laughs> so. that's all that's all wonderful i'm glad that you and be awesome are doing really well and i'm glad mostly that uh natalia is doing really well with the sma treatments yeah yeah no we were we went over that she's doing fantastic um sh- she's doing uh she's doing remarkably well uh and beating all odds and uh just couldn't be couldn't be happier to uh to be able to have this podcast again to give everybody an update and uh some information on it. So, but you all um, miss the
0: old Cranberry Lane days, if memory serves me correctly. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. She's she's part of the Cranberry Lane gang. We got uh, yeah three or four people uh, on that on this podcast from that area. <laughs> Good. I'm happy to hear it. So may I wish you all the uh, famous Christmas blessing, even though it's in advance. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anything less. Well, this goes yeah, out you to, nice. to you all. Here we go. May each of you have a lifetime that's filled with happiness, peace, good health, prosperity, and most of all, love, which is the greatest gift. So Merry Christmas. I love you. We love you too, Santa. Thanks for stopping in. Sorry we had the uh, technical difficulties, but Thank glad you. you were able to, to get connected. Right. We'll talk Thank to you so long soon. everyone. We'll see you. Uh, well, glad you could stop in. Uh, yeah. North Pole's got some, some uh, Wi-Fi issues this morning, so I'm glad he was able to find <laughs> a connection and get hooked up. So in the, on the flag, we're going to do a five-day auction on eBay. We're going to give 100%, including all fees, shipping costs, everything. Uh, 100% of the total take on that flag auction is going to go towards the um, research for uh, Mass General Hospital as well. So hopefully we can raise another $1,000 or so and, uh, and give you guys a check somewhere for hopefully 3000 3500 who knows? Uh, We've sold some of these flags have sold for a thousand dollars or more. Uh, One sold for I think over six thousand. So uh, we'll see we'll see how we can get the word out. So I just wanted you to know that uh, we figured out a way to make it all work.
2: Thank you, giant. Thank you to Chris Mills. His flags are amazing. So thank you so much, Chris, and thank you obviously Josh for for working this with Chris, and then to the anonymous person for for buying the remainder of the T-shirts. Thank you so much for your generosity. And I'm sure the people at Mass General will be very excited. And what's even cool about it is um, I've been seeing people wear them at Mass General because we had given them Dr. Shibota and her team before. So it's funny, the last time I went there, Dr. Shibota was wearing her shirt, like walking around with Mass General. And there was people, and my nurses actually, my home nurses wear them too a lot. And everybody would stop and be like that's a great shirt and I'm like I know yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so so I, they'll be really excited to, to, to get shirts if there's any left over so thank you yeah. very much Josh to you and to Chris and to our, the anonymous person and and thank you to Santa for for giving us our Christmas blessing today, and for the great ideas.
1: Yeah, he he comes up with some great ideas for me. I, he he uh, he truly has been um, the the he's been the, the guy in the back, the guy behind the the guy behind the curtain for me uh, on a lot of these things to just try to think through. And you know, when you when you uh, if you listen to the episode, you can you'll understand who he is and what he does and why, and his mission, and it just motivates and inspires others, myself included, to, uh, to figure out how to do these things. And we will, regardless, if by chance we have a mass purchase of shirts today, um, we will have many shirts made uh, for the essential workers at, at Mass General to, uh, for them to be able to have shirts and not fight over um, who has one. So
0: um,
1: you, I, I, could, I can't tell you how um, how much you inspire others with how you're, how you look at things, how you do things and your efforts. Uh, you, you've just been amazing and selfless through all of this stuff and just working to just make sure that uh, Natalia gets the best chance to, uh, to, to smile and sing some more. So that's, that's really admirable and amazing. So thank you for, for sharing so much of what, what you guys have uh, have gone through and how you handle it. Cause it's, it's really Uh, like I say, it's very inspiring.
2: Well, thank you. And, you know, while I have people's attention, I, I, again, I would like to thank everybody who supported um, us over the years, you know, for, uh, again, it's a rare disease, you know, most people are giving their money to, you know, heart or or cancer or, and and we've had a lot of support even recently. I mean, today I got an anonymous donation online for $2,500. I don't know who did that, but, you know, Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I mean, it's very overwhelming the amount of support we've been getting. Um, yesterday, I got another anonymous donation for $3,800. So I, I don't even know where to go with this, you know, but other, other than thank you. Thank you to everybody, you know, and, and with Chris too, even the flag, this isn't the first time he's supported SMA as well. So um, I guess just I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed uh, yeah. by the generosity and the support of everybody. So thank you.
1: There's a lot of amazing people out there and uh we yeah. got we gotta all stick together and and share with uh share with the world what the amazing thing is and and you know I, the anonymous uh folks are just something that uh, uh just selfless and and you know coming coming through with with things i uh i can't i can't thank them enough either i can't thank my my crazy idea uh after our text exchange yesterday just feeling like we can't, we can't not get, we can't not get a hundred shirts out the door <laughs> by Monday. This just has to happen. And, uh, and so we made it happen and we're going to figure out how, what we do for next year. We're going to do something. We're going to have to do something with advance notice, uh, plenty of time and runway and, uh, and come up with some other great ideas. So, uh, get back, get back to the drawing board. But in the meantime, there'll be a hundred, purple shirts with Natalia's name on the back of them, uh, being worn around. So, um, Appreciate you giving me some of your time today. So hopefully if anybody is interested, you can go to beawesome.com, go to the shop button. Uh, there's two limited edition shirts. You can get it in a regular tee or it's a, there's a women's V neck, uh, in, in purple with the hashtag Natalia strong on the back. Uh, 100% of that purchase that's 100% uh, of the purchase, um, is going to go towards, uh, supporting uh, SMA research with mass general hospitals program and Dr. Sobota. So, um, you know, you got one more day, hopefully uh, some folks buy some shirts and uh, wear them around town. Let me know what you think. They're they're pretty, they're pretty comfortable. So that's the beauty of it is when when Marissa said that she goes places and sees people wearing the shirts, it was never meant to be a, a, a dresser drawer shirt. You know, we all have a couple of those T-shirts that might have a nice logo or look good, but they feel terrible to wear. So um, they feel good. I've been wearing one every day for the last two and a half years, not the same one, but the same style. Um, <laughs> and uh, and, and, it, and it actually makes you feel good. And uh, when someone walks up to you and it says, be awesome, uh, it's telling them to be awesome, too. So it makes it makes the conversation easy. So I'm going to let you get to football Sunday because I'm sure you, you've got some games. You're going to be watching some football today, hopefully.
2: Well, yeah, um, I'm at, today's going to determine if I'm in the fantasy football playoffs or not. So <laughs> keep your fingers
1: crossed. You're, you're pretty, yeah, I mean, if, if I remember correctly, you're pretty, you're pretty heavy into fantasy football, aren't you?
2: Yes, I actually run a league, which I actually, I'm already in the playoffs for that league. I got a good record there, but I'm in two other leagues that today it's a winner go
0: home.
1: Oh, man, I tell you what, I've gotten out of all of the fantasy football leagues and all of everything. Um, I did do a, uh, I do, I am in a pool of, of uh, like, betting on all, every game and covering the spreads. And somehow I think I was the only, it was the only pool that the spread for what was the Eagles game was five and a half and not six and a half. So I made out like a champ while everybody else in the other, on the other pools was uh, mm. freaking out. It must've been like a typographical error, but I, I made out. Okay. I didn't care about the two point conversion. I still Damn. made out. Okay. So oh my God. We'll, well, good luck today. And uh, th- keep us posted. And uh, we'll, we'll get up with you in the next couple of days to get the check and get the uh, the shirts over to you as soon as possible.
2: Will
1: do. Thank you. Awesome. Well, that will do it for another episode. Uh, absolutely. Uh, always great to have Marissa on the podcast. Uh, if you don't know about SMA, you should, should look more into it. She gave a pretty good education on it here, but there's a lot more to it. But uh, there's there's a lot of work that needs to be done and a lot of research that needs to happen to really help give us, give these kids a, a better opportunity uh, to have a longer runway to be with us for a long time and smile and sing, like I said to Marissa, so um, definitely if you're looking for something to support, check out, uh, Natalia strong, which that it's, is it hashtag Natalia strong on Facebook? Marissa, while you're here, I want to make sure. That people. Um, to...
2: Yeah, that was taken. So uh, on, on Facebook, you would look up at Natalia's fight and then it would bring you to the Natalia strong page, but.
1: Okay. So Natalia's fight and, uh, be sure to subscribe and follow. Uh, because she gives updates and t- and lets you know what's what's out there and what's available, as well as the links for the the donations uh, which are always appreciated. So um, buy the shirts, uh, you got a day to do it, and uh, you can find me anywhere. Uh, be awesome, b e Space AU, Space SM on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, You can email me Josh at be awesome and appreciate uh, all the ratings and reviews that I'm getting for, for the podcast means a lot. Appreciate it. If I can do better, send me an email. If you want to see something else, let me know. Uh, We'll talk it out. Uh, Love to love to hear feedback. uh, All of uh, all of it, good, bad, or ugly. Um, And uh, last but not least, you can go to www.beawesome.com to get more information about what we're doing shop and all the podcast episodes. So if you can be anything, be awesome.